Welcome to L&T Bite Size, a show to share ideas, activities and resources to those new to teaching or those looking for new ideas. If you'd like to contribute, please send your recording of no more than 15 minutes to the email in the episode description. Enjoy. When I first started teaching, assessments were often based around a single idea. So there might be a title given to a number of students to complete or it might be that they were all asked to look at a single case study. And very early on, I recognized that there was a couple of things that were beneficial in terms of giving students choice. So the first one is about ownership. If students can actually choose from a range of different things to write about, then they're more likely to feel a sense of ownership over the the particular project that they're undertaking. And the second thing was that we could create situations in which students had the opportunity to undertake a report or a project into something which ultimately they could perhaps use as part of their employability. So we often have students who work on businesses or brands which are in the industry that they might have an interest in going into in uh, once they've graduated and so this gives them something which they can then take with them to an interview situation and it makes them more interesting because instead of being asked you know tell us a little bit about what you've studied they can actually talk about a specific project or idea that might be relevant to the context that they're they're looking to achieve employment in and in many cases uh, they also have the opportunity to talk about working with real businesses which i'm going to come to in a moment so there's a number of different ways in which we can offer choice the first of these i was very lucky many years ago to find a kindly quality person um, who actually agreed to my idea of giving students the choice for their first assessment in a particular module of either having to do an exam or doing a report So there are some students who particularly enjoy the idea of a a single point at which they are assessed in their knowledge and learning. And then there are many others who prefer to work slow and steady over a period of time, particularly if they're a little bit unsure and therefore they're looking for that kind of constant reassurance um, or support over a, a longer period of time. It then experimented with some ideas related to portfolio and in fact still use a portfolio assessment in Uh, at least one or more of the modules that I've taught over recent years. And I think there's many different ways of applying the portfolio idea. The one that I use currently um, simply gives students the opportunity to experience a number of different assessment formats, some of which they may find easier than others. So, for example, they might be asked to write a very short report, produce an infographic, maybe a poster, uh, something like a press release or a Gantt chart, or something else which helps them to develop a specific skill. And if you can combine those in a way that allows them to see the assessment of something which can be broken down into much smaller parts, it then becomes much more manageable for them. There are other ways of using portfolio, as long as you keep in mind that they need to have undertaken an assessment which allows them to achieve their learning outcomes where you can actually mitigate against students doing well in some aspects and less well in others. So for example, I've run a module before where there were five portfolio tasks, but actually we only used the best four scores to move forward to their final module mark, which allowed some students to maybe not do well in one area, but not feel that everything was lost. Or in fact, uh, in some cases, students achieved four good marks and then decided strategically that they wouldn't 
um, look at doing the fifth one. And that then allowed them to concentrate on other assessments, because, of course, we all experience from time to time the issue of assessment bunching, no matter how hard we try. Uh, the next form, then, would be allowing students to create a business from scratch. This is something I do a lot with first-year students. And it allows them to experiment, then, uh, with some basic ideas uh, without that same kind of pressure of um, maybe having to investigate a particular business that they are less interested in. Uh, this can also work quite well in, in groups where you have a number of different perspectives and a number of different degrees of uh, skills, experience or knowledge um, that individual students can bring to the group in order to make the overall efforts of the group stronger. Then one of the things that we do quite a lot is we offer students the opportunity to choose between two different types of assessment, particularly where one of those assessments may be related to an external body. So, for example, on one module that I teach on, they have the opportunity to do write a report in any industry that they're interested in, or to participate in the Chartered Institute of Marketing competition, which is called the pitch. So that requires them to work in a slightly different way. It has to be done in pairs as opposed to being done individually. But it does also mean that they get that recognition of having worked with a professional body associated with the particular subject or discipline um, that they're actually studying for. In another, they're given the option of either doing a report again in any industry of their choosing or participating in something called X-Culture, which is an international project that's run across or run out of, sorry, uh, American universities, um, which uh, require students to actually work in groups with students from many other universities across the world. So it's a different mode of working. Um, it can be quite intense, quite pressurised. But again, it gives those students that opportunity to talk about having been involved in a project that's applied to a specific business, um, but also helps them to develop things like team working skills, negotiation and so on. One of the other things that I do is a final year advertising module in which the second assessment is actually based again on a competition. This one is the DNAD, that's the Design and Art Director's New Blood Awards, which are run annually. And they are based on a number of briefs which are supplied by real businesses. So people like GifGaff, Gymshark, Duolingo and so on. And again, it gives the students a choice, but it also means that they're working on something which relates to a specific business or industry that they can then relate to. In other areas, we also supply live projects. So we'll go and approach either individual businesses um, or in some cases an advertising agency that may have links to a number of businesses where those businesses are quite happy to supply a brief to students and get involved in perhaps uh, supplying either resources or in some cases actually looking at and assessing final pieces of work. And some of that might depend on uh, the number of students you have and the number of pieces of work that you want them to look at. Um, so this works particularly well, I think, if you've got groups of students. And group work is something I'll come back to in a, another podcast. And then lastly, I want to mention something which was done with a group of first years. Again, this was done as a piece of group work uh, where the module lead actually contacted a number of local charities. So these are businesses that don't really have a lot of money to spend on things like promotions. And they could choose to go with any of the charities that took their fancy and they were given two options then to come up with a campaign which either raised awareness or raised money on behalf of those charities. And obviously that was then taken to the charities for them to give us some feedback 
But the students also got a sense of achievement out of this because of the support that they were giving to the charities in terms of broadening their their base, making the charity more um, known by the local population, or indeed directly in terms of actually raising specific monies, which clearly would then go into providing services, um, but also allowed them to judge themselves in terms of their ability to generate funds given that the majority of these students are going to go and work in businesses which are going to be very much profit focused. So I think choice is a really important thing to think about. Uh, We're always looking for ways to increase um, student involvement in terms of co-creation or collaboration. And I think these ideas, generally speaking, help you to achieve that.